Good morning, Misty and Ikers. <laughs> Hello, Ike. Hello, Mistyers. <laughs> Hello, Ike. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello, Ike. Today on Misty and Ike. This, Today. This very day. Report, reporting to you live from Misty and Ike Studios <laughs> here in Burbank, California. We're not in Burbank. Palo Alto, California. We're not in Palo Alto. San Diego. We're not in San Diego. From an undisclosed location in Southern there California. You go. It's the Misty and Ike Morning Show. <laughs> Misty and Ike Morning Program. And we're going to talk to you about Bill Murray. We are. It's his birthday. It is Bill Murray's birthday. But first, here's that sweet, sweet intro. Are we ready to begin? Good morning! My name is Misty. Come on, Ike, it's time. We would be honored if you would join us. The greatest adventure of all time. We just become best friends. Yep. Come on, let's get in the character. What are you waiting for, huh? Oh, come on! Sweet, sweet. And we're back. I don't know why I went into newscaster mode. I'm not sure. I'm actually quite enjoying it. I though. like it. I enjoy it. Happy birthday, Bill Murray. Happy birthday, Bill Murray. Did you know... <clears throat> I can't squeeze the frog out of my throat. <laughs> uh, did you know that Bill Murray has a hotline that you can tip him off about fun stuff? I have heard this. And he, and he might I call you back. love that for him. Yes. <laughs> I want a hotline where people can call me and just tell me fun stuff. Misty's phone number is three one. Do not do that. <laughs> do not. Uh, uh, I, know, um, I know some comedians whose phone numbers got leaked and they kept their phone number. I I mean, I had it on a much, much smaller scale when I first started working for a very popular boy band in the early 2000s. Someone published my phone number on the what is now known as the worldwide internet and i had thousands of little fan people calling me all the time and not so much anymore you kept the number yeah i did because it's been my phone number for years and it was way more of a hassle to change it um so yeah i kept it so hey if any of you are out there and you're grown up now and listening to this you can still call me <laughs> i was i Please actually don't i stand corrected he created a 1-800 number uh to be reached about roles. The actor explains how he came up with the idea for a phone number to assess his roles and why it set him free. Shall I continue? I like the idea that it's a, you just tell him about fun stuff that you go do a lot better. I mean, I guess, you know, his roles are fun, so it is fun stuff for him to go do. Huh. Not quite the same. Bill Murray has become a mystical character in popular culture. Thanks. And not only... Because he occasionally pops up at wedding parties <laughs> with no agent. <clears throat> Man, what's going on, frogs? Puberty? With no agent or manager, the elusive Murray assesses most roles that come his way through a 1-800 number that he created years ago. Without numerous filmmakers confirming its existence, Murray un Murray's unusual answering machine might sound like another... Oh, A-P-O-C-R-Y-P-H-A. Apocryphal tale from his... Good job, Sandra. What is... Read this with me. <laughs> I can't... That's too small for me to read. My glasses are for close-up on my own computer. Who wrote this? Uh, a, I, apocryphal tale from its quotic... Quotic. Chaotic. mythology? Yeah. What somebody are you just... That would put rather, words together to sound it's somebody smart? somebody that actually should be writing things like what our episode tomorrow's about, like Hobbit Towns. <laughs> 
I had a house phone and it would just ring and ring, Murray said, while promoting his starring role in Jim Jamar's zombie comedy, The Dead Won't Die, which opens this week, which is obviously not a thing. Finally, I'd pick up the phone and I'd say, who in the fuck is calling me and letting my phone ring like that? The agent would say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm calling for so-and-so. And I'd say, look, you can't do this. This is my house. If I don't answer the phone, you don't do that because you're making me not like you. You know, that is one thing that Bill Murray is known for is his honesty. And I can completely see him answering the phone and be like, no, who the fuck is this? Like, yeah. stop it. You don't call me here. Yeah. Like, I have an agent. That's I why think, this works that way. I think it was the agents that were calling him. So they got himself Well, then where number. are they supposed to call him? I don't know. He's their client. I know. Then that's dumb. But I think we should take a page out of his book and we tell our agent, you don't call us. We call you. I think that when we get an agent, if they call, I'm answering. Okay. <laughs> like they, they can call you. Okay, that's And then fine. you can call me. Okay. On my 1-800 number. Well, one thing that Bill Murray is also, I hope you get a 1-800 number. I'm getting one right now. Um, one thing he's also known for is he's very reactive about things. He is definitely not known to hide his emotions. Um... He was at a party on a rooftop in somewhere around 2016 and three different people tried to get selfies with him and Bill Murray does not like selfies. So he took their cell phones, each one of them one at a time and threw them off the roof. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Cause that's his thing. He just is like, I'm, you know, he's just going to do what he feels like doing in the moment. He's not going to think about it. It's just who he is. Did I think you buy can them get phones? an 800 number later. <laughs> I'm getting it now. Um, Bill Murray also was offered the role of Forrest Gump before Tom Hanks. And I've, he turned it down. I've heard that. I think that, he didn't like it. that movie would be completely different. Yeah, totally. It would be much more comical. Although, it would be great if they went and reshot it with Bill Murray in it today. Okay. That'd be fun to see. Yep. You know, when they have these great actor debates about like so-and-so turned it down and then it became a huge hit, like it would be nothing to go do reshoots of just the scenes that that one person is in. Yeah. And go recut the film. Totally. And see. Yeah. Yeah. We'd have to have a lot of money to be able to do that, but I hope that we could do that one day. <laughs> True. <laughs> do you, want, you want to know how much she's worth? I do. Uh, let's see here. Bill Murray, the net worth is $180,000. That is a lot of money for a seven-year-old six. One hundred and eighty million dollars. Yep, he has been in at least eighty movies. Whoa! Yep. Yeah, because he's had a lot of like cameos and small roles, and yep, and yeah. uh, best known as a leading actor based on credits in that role in twenty-four films, he has made for the studios one billion four hundred and ninety-eight million seventy-eight thousand and seventy-three cents. Wow. Wow. Well, on the on the tone of the money, so this is pretty funny. <clears throat> um, as you know, he has starred in a lot of Wes Anderson movies. Indeed. Rushmore was, uh, you know, a movie that launched Jason Schwartzman's career. It solidified Wes Anderson as just being awesome. Um, so the movie hit a crisis during production. Disney refused to fund um, what is the famous helicopter scene in the movie. <laughs> Murray stepped in and gave 
Wes Anderson a $25,000 check in order to properly shoot the scene. Wes Anderson never cashed it. But here's where it gets really funny. Murray gave that charitable gesture of $25,000. He was only paid $9,000 for his role in Rushmore. Oh, wow. So he actually was not just giving up everything he was paid, but twice that and more to help film a scene in the movie that he felt was a pivotal part of the movie. Does it have a picture of the helicopter scene? I don't remember it. It does not have a photo of the helicopter oh. scene. It has a picture of him with Jason Schwartzman. And that is Wes really Anderson. stretched out. Yeah. I did that. Wes Anderson looks like a creepy dude. He actually really doesn't. He normally looks pretty, pretty normal. Okay. Yeah. Well, I disagree. Um, okay. A lot, of, a lot of women would say Wes Anderson's fairly attractive. Even. Oh. Well, it's not Wes Anderson's birthday today, is it? <laughs> He got kicked out of the Boy Scouts in Little League when he was a kid. I believe that. So it's, you know, this him being him being him is not anything new. What? Are you on Fascinate? I am. Then allow me to go to another website. I'm going to allow you to hear this because this is amazing. Okay. There is a rumor that Bill Murray was bit by a groundhog while filming Groundhog's Day and had to get a rabies shot. Oh, wow. (laughs) The producer, Trevor Albert, says that's not true. It didn't try and bite him. I think it wanted to bite him. A lot of people wanted to bite him. I have have read that he was kind of a butthead on that movie. He's known. I mean, that's not just Groundhog Day specific. Like, you know, he had problems on Charlie's Angels. Mm -hmm. He... He is just someone who's going to shout out what he thinks when he thinks it. I wish I could. And you know that when you hire him to be on in one of your movies. Did you know that he nearly drowned after Hunter S. Thompson tied him to a chair and threw him in a swimming pool? I am not surprised. And I feel like Johnny Depp was probably there with them and a couple other randos. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not shocked by that at all. I am definitely not surprised that they hung out together. He is these are starting to seem like Walker, Texas Ranger (laughs) facts. Like or uh, no, uh, what's the guy that played Walker, Texas Ranger? Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris facts. Mm-hmm. It's like Chuck Norris doesn't do push-ups. He pushes the world down. Oh, uh, so he's only seen one episode of Seinfeld. It was the finale, and he thought it was terrible. Okay. I think if that's you, fair. If you don't know what that show is about, and you yeah. watch the finale yeah, of sure, anything, you were like, "This is awful." Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. Um, speaking of another one of his fantastic movies, a little movie called Caddyshack. Yeah, a little one. Uh, Bill Murray was actually a caddy in high school at the local golf club. That right. was his after school job. Love that. Did you know that when he was 20, Murray was arrested for trying to smuggle nine pounds of marijuana through O'Hare Airport? He just gets cooler and cooler. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Nine pounds. Nine pounds. That's a lot of that's weed. A fucking duffel bag. That's a lot of weed. You're not smuggling it. You're just hoping that there's no dogs. Completely. Like completely. I guess there's only metal detectors back then. They didn't have like um, X-rays. Dude, have you ever watched Locked Up Abroad? Yeah. Okay. That show for me is like it's like masochistic, <laughs> like torture. I. I watch it because I do travel a lot abroad 
And it scares the ever-living shit out of me, but when I go on a binge of it, I can't stop watching it because right. the stories are so insane. They're so dumb. Not all of them are dumb. Some of them are just like super bad scenarios that yeah. people got into. And you're just yeah. like, wait, that could have been me. It could have like, been. Like I've done dumb things like that going through an airport. You know, when you're in a hurry or you haven't slept the night before. You accidentally leave six pounds of cocaine in your makeup bag. I mean, it wasn't six pounds. I have definitely flown with I can't really substances. fly through London Heathrow anymore. Right. Uh, that was more so the pocket knife. that. Right. I've anyway, definitely flown yeah. like locally for work and whatnot with mm -hmm. a knife in my bag and oh, yeah. not been stopped. And then before marijuana was recreational <laughs> and before you could leave lax with it oh yeah it's not necessarily legal wherever you might be landing but Did you put it up your butt no oh you weren't smuggling it <laughs> you weren't muling it anywhere no i just had some in my bag oh. and i flew somewhere with it and it was like oh yeah like yeah but now i've also like been in the car driving though and like gotten pulled over by a cop with a friend and been like hide my purse <laughs> hide my purse <laughs> <laughs> Like, but can you imagine nine pounds of it? Like when I watch Locked Up Abroad, most of those people are like, I either got talked into a bad situation that I had to do it or it was left over from something and I didn't realize it. He full on had a duffel bag and was just like, do, 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 going through O'Hare, which how, is one of the worst airports in the world, by the way. How did he not go to jail for the rest of his life? I, you know, I don't know. What's Wasn't that? it Tim Allen that went to jail for a really long time when he was young for drug well, smuggling? I think it was a I think couple it was cocaine. Of years. It was cocaine, but it wasn't. Um, I mean, it was like five long. years, though. It was well, a chunk, I thought. Let's look it up on his let, birthday. Let, it's true. I don't know. How did Bill, maybe Bill Murray's like charismatic personality got him out of it. Maybe he was just like, this is fucking stupid. You know, it's just it, weed. It says it how he got out of it, out of it right here. Okay, tell me. He actually bowled those three strikes in a row uh, in a row at the end of Kingpin. That is not how he got out of nine. But it sure of would be cool if it was. Twenties. It sure would be cool. Um, um, in tw 2010, he got behind the bar at South by Southwest and started serving drinks. No matter, no matter what people ordered, he would serve them tequila shots. I love that. I mean, what do you do as a bar owner if Bill Murray's just giving away your booze? Do you, you just let it happen? Yes. Absolutely. There's no better promotion that you're going to get for weeks after that. You can be like, people are going to see, oh, that's the bar that Bill Murray was at. I'm going to go in there and get a tequila shot. Um, oh, my gosh. He yeah. was the very first guest on Late Night with David Letterman in 1982. That doesn't surprise me either for some reason. I could see the two of them being friends. They filmed Caddyshack in six days and improvised every single line. Yeah. Which makes that movie all the more genius. I, it must be that all his lines are improv because he doesn't have to make any sense. Right. He's a goof. Um, can I tell you about his family? Yeah. This is incredible. <laughs> the entertainment talent in the family isn't limited to just him and his brothers. His sister, Nancy, is a Dominican nun who put on a one-woman show in which she traveled around the United States performing the story of St. Catherine of Siena. She is a one-woman show nun. Why do you look so confused by this? I'm not confused by that. 
I was okay. confused by the eight <laughs> other things that just hit me in the face while I was, that I was reading while okay. you said that. Sorry. It's okay. It's good to know that you're not actually listening to me. <laughs> no, I'm trying to come up with another fact to say when you're done talking. So I'm trying to listen hmm. and, and talk at the same time. Well, what you got? If it was that... He was pressured to hire a personal assistant by the producers of Groundhog Day, so he hired a deaf assistant who spoke American Sign Language. You know what? Here is the thing about the man. He's brilliant. He is. He, I mean, he's so intelligent because he can think about shit like that and go, how can I possibly piss them off the absolute most? Here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. And that's what he did. Uh, you want a lightning round, some other facts, or you want to get out of here? Well, we're two minutes over already. Yep. So give me, give us one last one to take it out. He's part owner of the River Dogs, a minor league baseball team in Charleston where he lives. Once during a rain delay, he used the tarp as a slip and slide. Of course he did. And he recently popped up at a stranger's bachelor party <laughs> in Charleston, South Carolina, where he gave an incredible speech about marriage and finding the one. Oh. And last but not least, he was offered the role of Buzz Lightyear, and he turned it down. That's a perfect one to end it on. Yep. Yep. We love you, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Somebody call him on his 1-800 number and tell him we made an episode about him. Yep. Please um, do. All right. Since it's not Friday. See you tomorrow. Later. Oh.